question of the week or should we should we talk crown jewel now we should probably yeah we should probably flip ski because you're leaving the reason us. why the reason why we're flipping it around a little bit is because i have to leave at the halfway point of the show shane mcmahon oh my god i'm trying to tell a story here the best in the world That one felt longer. War games, games war. Get him out of the way. <laughs> war games! War games! War games! War games! Games! War games! War games! All right, so <laughs> I'm leaving halfway to defend the honor of Three Count Thursday on the Take Three podcast with uh, EJ and Mike and crew uh, they're doing I'm avenging Big Jim's horrible attempt at Jeopardy uh, <laughs> they're doing NXT TakeOver Jeopardy oh. um, and I am not ready but here's hoping I'm more ready than those suckers I feel like you'll be more ready you'll be more ready than EJ yes you'll Jim, be what did you fuck up on I, I'm everything probably it was was it royal rumble trivia uh SummerSlam trivia SummerSlam trivia SummerSlam trivia i'm disappointed i'm disappointed too um you'll be maybe as prepared as joe maybe a little bit more mike i think is going to be your your tricky one i don't know who the host is for the game uh ken jennings yeah, i don't know i think it might be mike if if Mike's host, yeah, Mike's probably hosting because he knows more than the other two. So you'll probably, yeah, you'll probably be okay. I'm gonna crush him. You'll, yeah, you will. You will certainly crush EJ for sure. Yeah. Um, and I mean, I, EJ and, thought you know, he was slick. And whenever he, on EJ, I guess, huh? Whenever yeah. he hears this moment of this podcast, uh-huh. I will get a text. <laughs> yes. Yeah. No, he's about to get dumpstered. Um. So I think he's is a nice fella, and we shouldn't talk bad about him. I'd do whatever I want. I'm on vacation. There you go. So Crown Jewel. Right. Let's talk about Crown Jewel because Tim watched the whole show in full. I don't think any of the rest of us actually watched it in full, correct? Um, I missed the whole show in full. Perfect. I also and missed, I missed the whole show. I mean, full. didn't watch. <laughs> Perfect. Um, I'm sorry if this upsets you. I missed the whole thing, but I did catch Olivia Rodrigo's sour prob. I mean, in the end, that's really all that matters. <laughs> Helpful. Um, so I I was able to I had it on in the background. I was able to observe some of it. Um, Is so supposed to be training. Well, yeah, but like <laughs> that's why I wasn't. Wa- I didn't watch it, but I had it on. I'm aware of things that happened. <laughs> don't Ooh, Mark's upset. I don't know that you. Mark doesn't like when you steal company time. Yeah, well. <laughs> That's right. He's... Wait till he hears about my bathroom moments. <laughs> um, so, Tim, since you watched it in full and you already podcasted once about it in full on, on uh, Viewer's Choice, um, 
why don't why don't maybe you lead the charge a little bit in this? Um, I'm gonna go on record as to say that this might be to date the best WWE event of the year. Better than WrestleMania, better than SummerSlam. Which I don't know. SummerSlam definitely wasn't. Um WrestleMania, like WrestleMania was like good in spots, but like not great in other spots. Like I feel like some of the other pay-per-views may have been like actual better pay-per-views than some of those. But um yeah, from what I saw from a lot of like people talking on Twitter today, uh it it, it seems that that today's show was that I mean, without question the best Saudi show and one of the better <laughs> shows of the year. And what helps with the Saudi show is the crowd this time was tremendous for a four hour event. There was no lulls at all in the crowd, which I would love to be able to say about a U.S. crowd at any point. Um, But at the same token, like they were just there for everything. Everything seemed to hit. It was very like everything was synced and all the outcomes were really good too. Was this a good Saudi crowd or a good crowd period? Good crowd period. Okay. This was so a, better than like a cheddar show. Yeah. But this is also better than like this is better than like any real other WWE pay-per-view that's not WrestleMania and SummerSlam this year. Well, I don't think any other WWE pay-per-view that's not WrestleMania or SummerSlam gets a card like this. Yeah, no. I mean, the, the card was stacked. Like, you give the crowd something to cheer for in, I don't fucking know, Detroit, they'll probably cheer. But then I think they'd also, like, boo, like they would have booed the house out for Zelina Vega and Dewdrop. Well, they're and, just happy to see women over there. I mean, now I want to I want to take you to task really quick, Ryan. Here we go. Here's why. I specifically remember you saying multiple times that if Saudi Arabia, like the Saudi Arabia shows, would showcase women more, that you would give these shows an opportunity. Not only. Did they crown the female king of the ring here? The SmackDown women's title was the semi-main event. And ref Jessica Carr wrestled or refed in multiple matches on the card. So now, yes, I'm sorry. Saudi Arabia is very progressive in their stance. <laughs> I have been corrected. I mean, I assume you didn't watch today because you were at work. I mean, the fact that it's like a 1 p.m. on a Thursday doesn't help the fact that I have no interest of watching these. But great. I mean, I'm glad if WWE was able to be some um, force to cultivate some change over there that's great that absolutely is great um i really think it comes down to like the king or whoever he is the prince uh allowing it 
So if he says it's all right, then he says it all right. I don't, I don't know if the WWE, I don't know. I think like they'd just be just as fine leaving the ladies at home if the prince was like, not today. For sure. My daddy's coming, so we can't we can't play with the girls today. <laughs> like I get that, I get that. Now they did, they also did, and it's something I didn't really cover in uh, viewers' choice, but they also had a, a point with Titus O'Neil and Natalia with uh, breast cancer survivors from Saudi Arabia, and they made mention of a Saudi nonprofit um, that works with. Uh, breast cancer survivors. I think it's the Zahara, Zara, Zira Foundation. Some, yeah, something like that. Yeah. Um, the Zira Breast Cancer Association. And that was that was such a touching moment because like they had four Saudi ladies in the ring with title belts with Titus and with um, Natalia there, uh, giving them a round of applause, referring to them as heroes, things like that. So. Really, really awesome to see that even overseas, they're still able to kind of be goodwill ambassadors beyond just like inside the ring stuff. Um, here's Was a flow rider there. No, he couldn't make the trip in. Neither could Bad Bunny. I know Pitbull was in, in Saudi Arabia because the Undertaker was his hype man. Because it's a worldwide. It doesn't get any weirder in 2021. Um. Do you think that part of the reason that they got the card as stacked as they did is because it's been like two years since they've had one of these shows and they pay the WWE a large sum of money? Oh, let's check in on Mark. Mark, how how you doing, bud? So then, uh, well, then she ended up quitting before they could fire. And that was the end of that. Oh, that happens. That happens. So, um, I probably shouldn't have put all that out there, but I felt it was necessary. So let that be a lesson to anybody out there stealing time. It is uh, It is good to know, Mark. We appreciate you uh, looking out for all of it. Is that a Hardee's? I love that you've one-upped me in the mug game with the Hardee's mug. <laughs> a couple weeks ago. I've had this for uh, a week and a half. You, you bought it at KB, Roots. As, about as long as you had that KB oh. toy sign behind you. I say, did you find it in the dumpster along with the KB toy sign? or? This uh, this mug's from 1999. I've had it since Tuesday when I found it at Roots. <laughs> yeah. I actually ate it at Hardee's a couple weeks ago. I got that um, the the chicken waffle breakfast sandwich. Fantastic. Dude, their, their their burgers are fantastic. Um, but oh, so good. Um, How about the roast beef. Oh, the roast beef. They got the Reds burritos. Oh, you can't go wrong. They're going all in. So there are Mary's they work at the one up here in Middletown now. Yeah. To answer your question though, Big Jim. Yes. I think I think it doesn't hurt that it's been some time since we've had a Saudi show. I mean, it's been over a year. I think the last one was October 2019. Yeah. And that was when the Fiend won the Universal title Oof. on Halloween. Oh shit! Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh huh. That was also the night that the WWE was held up on the tarmac. Uh oh. Uh, and they could not fly over, and therefore had to call NXT to go to SmackDown. Uh-oh. And that's when we got the amazing, uh, Adam Cole versus Daniel Bryan stuff. Baby. Like that was super cool. So hopefully, you know, I think time heals all wounds. 
Uh, I'm sure that the Saudi government and, and the like were just as excited to see the WWE as the WWE was to see the fans in attendance. And to cash the check. <laughs> Who some of which... Tim, are you saying there's a chance Braun Breaker will be on SmackDown this week? Oh, one could hope. <laughs> one could hope that Braun Breaker and his his uh, re- his manager Beaker will be there in attendance. Um, now I do know that there were certain superstars who had who had gone on record as to say that they were going to donate one hundred percent of their earnings from this trip. Um, I think Mustafa Ali was was mainly the one I saw, but I'm sure that multiple people have in the past where they'll earn this money and then uh, turn it around and, and do some good with it in the local communities. That's awesome. Um, and Mansoor, one of the few WWE superstars that picks up a win in his hometown. How about that? I well, loved... they wanted to make sure they got home and not stuck on the tarmac again. <laughs> I I really want to give praise to Mansoor. Um, I remember because I've I've unashamedly watched every Saudi Arabia show. Yeah, me too. Um, and I specifically recall the day that the WWE announced they were doing the open tryouts in Saudi Arabia, and Mansoor was one of the four. I think also Shanky was a part of the 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 group. Um, but when they gave Mansoor the microphone, even that first time, he seemed like the only guy who like got it, who understood the entertainment portion, mm-hmm. who was charismatic enough. And he and Ali had a excellent 10 minute match in Saudi Arabia. It was the first they they made mention of it on commentary. It was the first time two Muslim WWE superstars face one another. So even more history on top of everything else. Mm. Um, Mustafa Ali went on social media that said like the goal has always, the goal has been simple, light the spark for the next generation. And so you don't know how many people in that crowd that are impressionable ages, see two people who look like them doing the things that they did in the ring. But Mansoor to this point, I hope WWE just doesn't break glass in case of Saudi Arabia on Mansoor. Cause I feel like the only time he ever gets used or like brought to the forefront is, ah, we have a Saudi show coming up in four weeks. We need Mansoor. Mansoor is good. Yeah. Like and I thought the, like the promo he cut on Monday, like after the interaction with Ali so was real good. Like I I've loved like all like, the stuff they were doing when they were a tag team, you know, the, the, now that they're broken up as a tag team. Um, yeah, he's 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 really good. So I, I do. I hope they, they continue to utilize him. Yeah, I think it's only a matter of time before we see, like, intercontinental champion Mansoor or United States champion Mansoor. Yeah. Mansoor. Um, Tim, I love that you said about, like, the youth in the crowd and, and seeing these things you know, representation of like people that look like them, um, you know, being, being highlighted in, in a ring in the entertainment that they want. It says to them, you too 
one day can be the leader of Retribution, one of the worst factions in WWE history. You too can have that opportunity. I get that, you know, the WWE used to be very much like the dream team in 1996 with where it's like, or was the dream dream team was 92, 92, 92, where it's like America showcases basketball to the world. And like everybody wants to play basketball because they see the dream team, absolutely rolling teams. I get that wrestling isn't that anymore or WWE isn't that, but to a certain degree, like there are people who still see it as that. And WWE could be an escape valve for some of these people who want to see the world and see different cultures and um, maybe be able to express themselves more freely in different facets. So, um, yeah, I think Mustafa Ali's done all right considering he was in Retribution. Nobody talks about Retribution anymore, so that's fun. That's perfect. That's exactly how it probably should be. Uh, the two matches that I that I really did get a chance to see a lot of was the, the opener in the Hell in a Cell, um, which I thought was fantastic. Um, we're going to talk more about Seth Rollins and, and his his place in history next week. So um, that that's a little it's a little teaser for next week for a topic. Uh, and then I then I saw um, the main event Roman and Brock. But really, um, you know, the, the, the closing moments of the match is, is really the hook. And I'm sure that video is already on YouTube and whatever. Like, but, but Heyman, like Paul Heyman in, in this story has been, has been so good. And just throwing the belt between when the referee's down, Brock and Roman are down. Heyman throws the belt between the two of them and yells, you know what to do. And then there was the tug of war. The Usos come out. Um, you know, cause cause Brock to lose the match, but the 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 story. Th- I mean, there's th- this isn't over. Right? You know, I think whether it's um the Rumble, whether it's Mania. I mean, we're going to see Brock and Roman again. Um, but I, I just thought that that the execution of especially the final moments of this match was uh just absolutely fantastic. And and I mean, I this. This may be my favorite Brock Lesnar, um, or it's at least right up there with Money in the Bank Brock Lesnar. But man, when when Brock wants to uh, and and is bought in, uh, he's he's so freaking good, man. He really is. I I loved what they did with the end of this, for sure. And, and I think it even goes beyond that too. Um, so after everything, after the dust settled and the one two threes had and Roman Reigns escapes with the Universal Championship, the story is the look on Paul Heyman's face. Almost as if, like, Paul was left out of something. In my head, the way that the story goes is that Paul goes to throw the title in, Brock gets the belt, Brock cracks Roman, and Brock wins. Roman knew something like this was going to happen and planned for the Usos to come out and the Usos stopping Brock was the wrinkle that Paul didn't know. And that's what 
open the door for Roman to hit him with the title and simplistic championship booking a title belt to the head. It puts Brock Lesnar down and he stays down for three. Um, but part of me feel like I'm so excited. And did you see Brock Lesnar's quote? Yes. Cause I think I tweeted something about, you know, more Brock full-time Brock. Yeah. Like more, more Brock on the show is, is good for everybody. Um, yeah. Brock said, Brock quoted after the match, he says, as soon as I arri- arrive on SmackDown tomorrow, I'm beating Roman Reigns senseless. Yeah, it's, it's, I, I love it. The, the more, the more we get him, the, the, the happier I am at this point. Um, since Tim, you were the only one, uh, that, that watched the show, uh, in full, do you have a grade for the show? I think you were preemptively giving it like a B. I'm giving it an A. Giving it an A upon the watch. It's really good. Like they, every ending, every, every finish was great. Um, the stories that the matches told were fantastic. They did the right thing and gave the King of the Ring to Xavier Woods. Thank God. (laughs) They did the right thing and they kept the title on Big E. Mm -hmm. They kept the title on Roman. Uh, they gave Goldberg, Bobby Lashley, eleven minutes. <laughs> See, the story Bobby! is going to read. The story is going to read. They had eleven minutes, but this match was probably the best Goldberg has been in a match since his match with Dolph Ziggler at like SummerSlam nineteen. It was either nineteen or eighteen? Yeah. And that so match went like two minutes. <laughs> like that match with Dolph went two minutes. Right. Um, Bobby Lashley really carried Bobby! Brock to, or not Brock. He really carried Goldberg to a fantastic match. Yeah. I mean, I said it last week. If, if, if his title reign had to be sacrificed. So when, Big Bill beat him in Saudi Arabia. Um, he's he's a better man than, than I am, and and because I, I I think Bill was winning this one either way. So yeah, the only thing now is that all was, signs point to the number one contender of the WWE Championship being Goldberg. Stop it! <laughs> Big meaty man slapping me. If if Lashley loses, Lashley lost. And was, Drew McIntyre was, he goes was avenging to his son, right? Because right. Oh, because Bobby put his hands on his son. Bobby. So that was what motivated him. Yes. Not not a standing, not a yeah. ranking. Mm-hmm. Was Bobby's or I'm sorry, was Goldberg's son in Saudi Arabia? Bobby. No, that's no. probably safe. Um <laughs> I can't even. I'm going to shut up. Just go ahead, Tim. You keep talking. It sounds like a great show. I'm going to give it a B plus. Perfect. Matt, you want to give it a grade? Uh, I'll give it a C because of the length of the match just going on Jim's grading schedule. <laughs> I, uh, I appreciate your I will. I will probably go back and watch it at some point. I just couldn't today. I won't. Yeah. Like, if, if you appreciate your watch, honesty, Ryan. Unapologetically won't. If I do anything, I'll watch the opening match, which I heard I'm, could be like match of the year candidate. It, it's on my watch list. Every match. Do but not I watch will, every match. Yeah, like, I will you watch can, some of them. You can easily 
so watch for for me. Watch the first two matches. What's number okay. two? Mansoor Ali. Helena Cell and Mansoor Ali. Okay. And then skip down and then pick up from Biggie and Drew McIntyre. Oh, so don't even watch the Woods Balor match? Nope. Okay. It's 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 a TV match. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I, Xavier Woods wins the crown. I mean, I like who they oh, crowned as the king spoiler. of queen. Oh my god, you'll find out. <laughs> I like who they crowned as king and queen in here, but For I sure. don't necessarily need to see Zelina Vega wrestle Dewdrop. No, and it was it was six <sighs> minutes. It was what it was. They actually played into the size differential. Um, there was like a moment where like Zelina knocks out Dewdrop in the corner and she struggles to pull her out and she's like screaming at the top of her lungs, trying to exert all of her force to pull Double D out of the corner. Um, Oof, that Double D name doesn't sound great. Ron, you did that. She calls it. That's what Ron, she calls herself. Double D out of the corner. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't. I wasn't proud of it, but yes. Um. I have the scar to still to this day. I can show you. <laughs> but Biggie, Biggie Drew, the women's triple threat. Um, I wasn't the biggest fan of the women's triple threat, but I will say it's like one of the better triple threat matches of all time. Wow. Okay. Um, like it's up there. I'm not a fan of it, but I recognize it for what it is. Okay. And Roman Goldberg is a fun watch. I mean, if you've seen Roman Goldberg, you've seen Roman them all, Brock. But I've, Roman Brock, sorry. If you've seen Roman Brock, you've seen it before. Um, it, but I feel like there's a little bit of a wrinkle difference now that we have like head of the table Roman and whoever this Viking was. That and ponytail Brock. Brock. <laughs> yeah. Brock Lesnarson. Uh, like that was very fun. It was, it was a very fun. And that's I would literally skip everything like RK Bro and AJ it, almost. I mean, you can find the clip of Riddle riding the camel on. Don't need to see it. Oh, yeah, that, that's all you need to see out of that. That was literally the highlight of it. Uh, the Queen's Crown was what it was. Um, what else was there on this? Wait, card? Tim, you are selling this like a great must-watch pay-per-view. Goldberg and Bob. So all the matches Bob, were good. Bob, Bob, like Bob, they, Bob, Bob. they were good. All of the matches were at least good what was the pre-show matches usos versus the hurt biz oh okay and that was rather nice too you i didn't watch know the pre-show i saw the second half How i saw the second half. you have i'm on he was on vacation ryan i can go fish ryan he's on vacation fishing is too expensive mark do you have a, a grade ryan, for the, the show you didn't see the uh are you talking about the time Brian rode the camel at the Denver Fair? That's the one. That's the one. Do you have a grade for that? That was an A. Solid A. <laughs> it was a two-hub camel, too. Had a great time. How about that? He was a little nervous getting on there, but... Who, the camel or Ryan? <laughs> and both. Camel was right to be yeah, nervous. To... <laughs> yeah, I was going to say it. it. Was... It was hard to hear what Ryan was saying over the uh, noise the camel's knees knocking the guy was putting off. That camel was ner- more nervous than a long-tailed cat in a room full of rocking chips. I hate you so much. I... Well, you love to see it. Okay. So, Tim. So what was that? You, you had a letter grade there, Mark? I for incomplete. He gave, I gave you an, an A. A. Solid A. 
Absolute <laughs> A. Um, I, I'd highly recommend it. Do drop double D in the corner with Lena uh, Vega. Thank you. All of, of the year. <laughs> <laughs> Tim, do you want to tell people where they can hear another review of this show that you did and all of the other stuff before we yeah, let you so- go? Subscribe to the North South Connection podcast feed, northsouthconnection.podbean.com. Um, it's on there. If you want just the audio, you can find it on Twitter at VC on North South. Um, it's also on the soon to be named networks website, soon to be named network.com as well. All right, Tim, we will talk hey, to you next week. Go and uh, up already. That was a quick two hours. <laughs> No, just just me. I gotta I gotta go. I gotta go defend our honor. Go on, uh go two, do three. us proud. That'll be on Take Three Wrestling's podcast this week. Uh, make sure you check that out if you're not following them already. And uh we'll be back. Four of us will be back. Well, three of us and, and sometimes intern Mark. 